I think, you know, fitness is hard, right? Like mm. for, especially for people who don't come from like sports backgrounds or that's what they did or that's what they enjoy doing. Like it's truly what I enjoy doing. So I'm always going to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but when I look Part around, life. yeah, like the fitness world, like fitness people follow fitness people. If you're into mm-hmm. fitness, you're going to be into fitness people. Mm-hmm. But like, I look at people I know in real life, right? Like, you know, my brother, my sister, my friends, they have, you know, real lives, they have kids, they have jobs, like they're not going to be meal prepping all day on Sunday, they're not going to be doing two a days, you know, I have friends who are like, oh, I'm going to do this 12 week get shredded plan. And I'm like, don't. And I'm like, it's good. You're going to do it for two weeks. They're going to hate everything about it. They're going to have you eating horrible food. Yeah. You're <laughs> not going to be able to like keep up with the cardio and, and what I like. You have too much going on in your life. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Welcome back to the show. Today, I am chatting with Callie Bundy, who is our most recent cover athlete of Strong Fitness Magazine. She is our May and June cover star. It's actually on shelves now. So if you do not have your copy, go out and get one now. You don't want to miss it. She just looks incredible. She shares her workouts and her story. And it was just such a pleasure sitting down and chatting with her today. Callie is a true tomboy and spent most of her life in cleats, sneakers, or a hat, playing three sports in high school, soccer, baseball, and softball, then going to play NCAA Division I softball in college while earning her degree in business marketing. Her passion for sports led to a love of fitness. And as Callie says, the harder you train, the better you play. And as a result, she started competing in NPC, National Physique Committee. And once she was done with her athletic career, she earned her professional status in the sport as an IFBB, International Federation of Bodybuilding and Fitness, bikini competitor. And now Callie's a mom. So we chat all the things today. It was just such a great It was such a great chat because it was really from an athlete's mindset, which was really refreshing, especially when we look in to the world of competing and and, um, getting up on stage. So I hope you really enjoy this. I know I did. Enjoy. Welcome to the show, Callie. It's so amazing to be face to face with you. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. I actually have your strong cover right here in my hands and it's absolutely stunning. How do you love it? Have you have you actually got a have you actually had a copy in your hands yet? I, 
I do actually have one too. Woo! Yes, it just came in the mail and I absolutely love it. It's so funny because when you see the digital, like, you know, social, whatever, it's always so much different when you get the magazine in person. I completely agree. Completely agree. I mean, you have been on our radar for a while. I can't remember what year it was exactly, but I just remember my husband Vince yelling at me, Jenny, come and check out how this girl throws a football. And I couldn't believe it. Like it was so epic. And we've been following you ever since. And I just absolutely adore you and your amazing sense of humor. And I loved reading your story in Strong. I mean, you're, you've you've always been an athlete at heart. Like you've been playing soccer and basketball and softball. Was it softball as well? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so is that sort of where like you found fitness? Yeah. I think like sports, yeah, are innately who I am and like what I always wanted to do. Like literally in my third grade journal, my mom and I were cleaning out my old room one day. We found it in like the first entry, first sentence I wrote in third grade. I like sports, eating and sleeping. And in my spare <laughs> time, I do my homework and I'm like, mom, like I literally wrote it down for you. I wrote it down. It was right here. And that's like never changed. That's like just who I am. Um, yeah, I played soccer, basketball, softball through high school. I was a division one athlete, um, softball player in college. And to me, yeah, like it was never really fitness. It was training, right? Like I was yep. training for, to like kick harder, to throw harder, to hit harder, um, you know, to have longer endurance, you know, like it was always for some kind of athletic feat. Um, but it was always what I did. Like I've, I've pretty much always done two a days. I've always trained. Um, and then when sports were over, I was like, well, what am I going to do now? Yeah. Be like a regular person doing regular people things like, and I really didn't know what to do for a little while. And yeah, that's what got me into um, competing in the NPC and then obviously onto the IFBB. Um, and that was how I got in to fitness. And that was weird for me because I had never trained to, for like an aesthetic look. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and you yeah. even won a couple shows. Like you won your class, right? In in MPC. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did. I don't remember now. Um, but yeah, I know I had to have because I, you know, you can't really get to the IFBB without that. Mm -hmm. Um so <laughs> I did. I think I won an overall of a show. I won oh. um some classes, some different one of my favorite ones was I went um and actually, I think I still that sword behind me. Oh, yeah. I want to say like North Carolina or something. Okay. And it was, what are they called? Nationals? Yeah, the Nationals. Right. And they never, like I showed up and they're like, oh, we don't have you like registered. We don't have whatever, like it'll be fine. I'm like about to walk out on stage and they're like, oh, we don't have a number for you. Like, oh my God. <laughs> and they like just I'm like oh, okay this is great I'm glad it came and then they like randomly they just kind of like I don't I don't th I think I went out without a number and I think I ended up yeah like winning my class at that show wow. like I'm like so it was just funny wow. like um <laughs> but it was, yeah so it was um, girl with no number <laughs> right they're like that girl won the overall out of yeah and it was I was always in the tall class 
um so it was always weird like pretty much a lot of it like especially as I went on like in the IFBB um short dark hair girls were who won in bikini and that was that's like the exact opposite of what I am so they're just kind of like seeing the writing on the wall and I'm like yes this isn't really this isn't really working out (laughs) (laughs) I'm done with this now (laughs) yes exactly like time to move on but you've um I mean you mentioned this in the article too like you you've pretty much always had a good handle on body image did did that ever affect how you viewed yourself or viewed your body no um you know I think because I came from an athletic background mm-hmm. um to me it's like nothing is is final right like it was more of like okay um just like objectively looking at like the division I was in and what they were looking for. Right. Yeah. So to me, and then like taking that information and then applying it to my body and then seeing the changes. So to me, I just looked at it very constructively. Mm -hmm. Um, like again, like from a true athlete perspective. And I think that was something that most people didn't have, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's, it was never, yeah, like an unhealthy thing for me. Like I remember like when I first started, like it's easy for me to put on muscle mm-hmm. and, um, you know, then like the look changed from like one year to the next where like they wanted legs and then they're like, well, we only really want glutes. We don't want quads. And I'm like, yeah. well, what am I supposed to do with these quads? Like, <laughs> so then I literally learned how to walk muscle off. Like I didn't train quads for like a year. Like I didn't even run. Like it was like, okay, now all I can do is walk because you put on, you know, quads so quickly. So, and it worked like, so that was the cool part of it was like taking information and applying it. It never yeah. like phased me in a, a negative way or like, a, um, you know, like, oh, feel bad about myself or anything yeah. like that. It was just more of like, this is what they're looking for. This is what you do. And then whatever. You view you viewed it more as a sport, right? Like yeah. You viewed it more as a sport, and that you're, you know, you know, building yourself to that to that specific timeline. And you, and you I, I guess, you didn't really, you knew that you're not going to hold that conditioning all year round, right? Right. Which, yeah, I think part of that in the beginning was a little bit of a learning process because mm-hmm. that was like outside of my realm, right? Like I knew, you know like you said, like viewing it as a sport part, like, okay, yeah, you know, if I want to, you know, hit harder, I'm going to do wood chops, right? Mm -hmm. So then it was the same for that. Like, if I need more glutes, right, then I'm going to do more, you know, stiff legged deadlifts, that kind of thing. Um, But the, um, the part of it, now I forgot the question you just asked. Um, Like, like you, you viewed it as more like, you know, you're not going to really you're not going to really hold that conditioning. Like it's impossible oh, yes. to really hold that conditioning for the, yes. for your, well, the first year I competed though, I had no idea what I was doing. And I was, I was just like listening to everyone by the book. Cause that's how I yeah. learned. Right. Yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever they say. Like, I remember my first show I did, it was like one of those weird shows they do at like the Olympia. That's not really in a like federation. Right. Yeah. It's more of like, so they're like, Oh, this is more of like a modeling show. I remember they had me eating like like three ounces of protein and like a tablespoon of rice. And I have a very fast metabolism. And I'm like, 
And then they'd be like, are you eating all your food? And I'm like, you don't have to tell me to like eat food, eat all my food. <laughs> like it's like, I literally eat all the food. Like, like I told you, I have a fast metabolism. I remember I, that first show I competed, I was like 114 pounds. I'm five, mm. eight. Like wow, that is yeah. like and cool. when I was in like, where I think I had the best look in my opinion, I was competing at like, you know, probably 125 pounds on stage. So mm. like, that was crazy. Um, but yeah, my first year I competed, I did like something stupid, like eight shows. I think we all do stupid. Things like that. <laughs> and, and they're like, and oh, listening no, to all these other people. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a lot. That's and they're like, lot. you can, you can totally be conditioned like that year round. And <laughs> it's funny. I'm like, okay, well then I'll just keep going. And then I'm like, why am I getting worse by the end of the year? Yeah, and it's like, yeah. because I'm not supposed to be in a caloric deficit yeah, for completely depleted. <laughs> 11 months out of the year yeah exactly and I'm like oh that was dumb okay okay <laughs> so when you um when you threw that football like was that after you competed and you yes. were sort of wanting to get back in sports because I just re I remember reading like you just were like you know what I want to I want to get back into this I'm going to throw a football and holy did that ever go viral and yeah. I don't think a lot of people realize when something like that happens, you get a lot of attention super, super fast. And with that attention can also bring a lot of negative comments and feedback. Like, how did you deal with that? Yeah. Yeah. It was wild because it wasn't, first of all, it wasn't something new, right? It was mm -hmm. just something new that I had put on the internet. Yeah, um, you were always like doing that. <laughs> Right. So, and to me, that's like, yeah, I was, I had done like one, I think that my last fitness competition I ever did. And I was so sick of it. Like I was so over not doing something athletic, right? Like all that training for nothing, you know, like, um, so I just wanted to go out and throw things because that's what I like to do. And I didn't have anyone to play with because all my friends are like adults, right? So I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'll just go throw a football at a cardboard box in a field because I had to make like some kind of food giveaway. And I just did it because I just missed it. Like I just missed sports. That was the sole reason. And people reacted. They're like, this is fake. You know, it didn't even, yeah. it bounced in and out of the box. They're like, it didn't even go in the box. And I'm like, why would I put something fake? Like, I don't understand. And then I kept, so I kept, I knew like I was onto something, right. Because like people were reacting so negatively to it. Mm -hmm. So I kept putting out more and more. And then they're like, I bet you can't throw on the run. And I'm like, oh, no, I've never really tried to throw a football on the run. And then I did like the football and the basketball hoop on the run. And then everyone's like, that's fake. It wouldn't go in that trajectory. Um, and then, yeah, it went super viral when Instagram had come out with one minute video and I had mm -hmm. clipped together like five throws in a row. So it was kind of more of like proof of like, yes, I can do all these things. And that's the one that went viral and like crazy viral. Um, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was wild. And yeah, like I am a marketing major. Like I've handled all of my own like negotiation before that. Like I was like, oh, I got this. I was like, I don't know what's going on right now. And I don't even yeah. know how, I mean, you talk it like, you know, Barstool Sports, how, you know, House of Highlights, um, you know, ESPN, Fox, like wow. yeah, everywhere. And, you know, companies reaching out like, oh, we want to buy the licensing right to this. We want this. Like, you know, like I had like big networks being like, we want to use your, you know, and all that to me, it was like all this social media, like they could use it as long as they tagged me. But if they were a network, I'm like, 
you know, trying to talk to my friends who are like, I'm like, what's the deal? Do they have budgets for this kind of stuff? Because I'm just not handing over my content for free. Like they're essentially right. Like I know networks have different like opportunities and things like that. So I said no to a lot of them, the networks Mm. in the beginning. Um, but yeah, it was wild. And that's when I had my first influencer marketing agency reach out to me and they're like, Hey, we'd like to represent you. Um, and I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. You know, I had had agencies for hosting work and stuff like that. So, um, so that was great because then I could have had, like, I could ask them like, should I say yes to this? Should I do that? Like, can you handle this? And so that was super helpful. But as far as the, the feedback of it and the negative part of it, oh yeah, it's like, that's pretty much all there is, right? Wow. Because you go from like your own audience, which is nice to you and blah, 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 to people that have no idea who you are. And they're just there for like the pure joke and entertainment of that clip, right? Yeah. Um, so luckily for me, I, I innately, like, I don't really care what people think, um, you know? So that's one good thing about it. Um, and then I basically just started trolling my own threads. Like people <laughs> would be I love like, that she sucks like you know why doesn't she go back to the kitchen you know and I'd be like you don't want me in the kitchen either and they're like wait aren't you the girl in the video and I'm like yeah it's me and they're like oh my god it's so funny you're trolling your own threads and they're like you're so cool and then they wanted to like me after that that's right hilarious. that's hilarious um, so yeah so that's kind of how I handled it was just like with jokes <laughs> I think that's the only way, you know, like to get through something like that, you know, don't take yourself too seriously. And I mean, I remember you saying this in the article, you said, um, if, if you're ruffling some feathers, you're probably doing something right. Yes. Like I knew there was like, to, like consumption is consumption, right? Like mm-hmm. it, you, you don't get to choose if someone consumes something and they like it, or if they consume it and they don't like it. All that matters to me is that you consume it. Like a view is a view, Mm -hmm. a comment is a comment. And unfortunately, you know, we're emotionally driven creatures. So hate will always be a stronger emotion than like. So the more they hated it, the more views and the more opportunities I got. So it was actually a great thing Um, because everyone wants to get popular because people love who you are. That's so almost never the case. Mm -hmm. And then like, just isn't a strong enough emotion, right? Like people may occasionally watch your stuff or occasionally comment, but you really kind of want either the love or the hate people like the in-between people don't move the needle. Mm. Um, so, but it was funny. Yeah. Even like the, some of my favorite were the guys that were saying I was just throwing like that to show off my butt. And I was they're like, you know, talking about like, cause I was wearing workout leggings, like, oh, you know, like you're just wearing that. I'm like, oh, right, you're right. I'm sorry, football pants are usually baggy and <laughs> the white ones aren't see-through at all. Like, and you know, like they're like, oh my, like, like you're just looking for things that don't, that yeah. don't exist. If I was a male in football pants throwing a football, it would be the exact same angle, the exact same thing. You're yeah. actually the one that's sexualizing it and trying to put me down for doing quote unquote a man's thing. And I'm not having it. <laughs> I love that. I love it. It says more about the person anyways, than it does about yeah. you, you know? Um, I love 
looking at your, I love just watching your content on IG. I think it's so funny and lighthearted <laughs> when I'm visiting your page, I'm always like smiling and laughing. And I really appreciate that. But one of the, um, things that you had said is your, one of your favorite hashtags is fail hard. Can you explain what that means? Yeah. Um, to me, it's like we, you know, in, in social media, you know, a rightfully so is kind of like a highlight reel right we all yeah. go there to put like our um things that we're proud of and that's like you know there's nothing wrong with that at all you know um but I think sometimes that people don't realize that like there is a struggle there right and like mm -hmm. it is hard and you do fail and you do fail a lot you know um so and it's an uncomfortable place to be so for me it's like you know giving yourself the opportunity to fail hard is huge. Like, you know, I had the opportunity to go on, you know, the go big show on TBS this year. And I remember like people were, you know, I've done trick shot shows with like Facebook, but it's all trick shot art artists, right. We're all kind of doing the same thing. And it's yeah. like filmed a certain way. This is like, I had no idea what anybody else was doing. I'm like, it's trick shots. I don't know if this is great for TV. Um, and then people are like, were you going to do it? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, what if you go on and you miss every shot? I'm like, well, then I go on and I miss every shot, you know, <laughs> like, but I don't know, but that's sports, right? Like yeah. that's sports in a nutshell. Like some mm -hmm. days you can show up in your money and other days you show up and you're like, yeah, better get back to work. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so, but like putting yourself in that position where you're like giving yourself the opportunity to fail hard. It's so important, I think, because that's where the most growth happens Yes, mm -hmm. as a human, right? Like, yeah. and what you're doing and figuring out what you want to do. Like, I've never figured out what I wanted to do by winning. Like, I figured out what I wanted to do by failing. And that made me learn how to get better and what I needed to do and the things that I needed to grow on. So that's why I think it's super important. Hey, I just wanted to take a little one minute pause and share with you that this episode is brought to you by my sponsors, Pure Vita Labs, makers of my very favorite protein powder. Go to pvl.com to get 20% off your purchase using my code STRONGGIRLS20, all one word, all caps. That's pvl.com and discount code STRONGGIRLS20. I love that. I'm, I, I totally agree with you. Our struggles end up being our biggest strengths in the end. We learn and we evolve through struggles and it makes us better human beings. Right. Um, Absolutely. So I just, yeah. I love that. Uh, I know that you have recently become a mom to yes. Marco, your little baby boy. How old is he now? He is 19 months. Nine. Okay. So not super recent, but <laughs> yeah, it feels, a busy stage. it feels super recent. Yeah. <laughs> How is it becoming a mom? How's motherhood going? It's, it's amazing. And, and it's funny, like, I always knew that being a mom would be the hardest thing I would ever do. Um, you know, especially, you know, I'm not someone who's like super domestic. That's like, Oh, I can't wait to be a mom. I don't, you know, I want to like, cook meals and do all these things for right like that's just not like I want to hang out and play sports and work out like that's what I want to do you know yeah. um so all of those things that I want to do like as you know when you are pregnant and then you know like there is a long period of time where you can't live your life the way you want to live mm -hmm. your life and you have mm -hmm. to sacrifice those things and if you're not 
if the timing isn't right for it, then I think, you know, you, you resent that um, gift yeah. and it is a gift, but it also is like the super, you know, the, the hardest thing you'll do. Yeah. Um, but it's awesome. You know, it's um, <laughs> such a little character <laughs> and he's like getting so much personality right now, you know, oh. or it's like super fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's completely changed my life. You know, it'll never be the same no. again. Um, <laughs> and it's funny, I, people will say things to me like, oh, like just in your free time, like when you're just hanging out. And I'm like, I don't, think you, realize, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think you realize how it actually works when you have children. Like, I don't know if you, I'm like, there's no such thing as free time. So like we schedule it and it happens or it's not happening. That's how it works. <laughs> But it's been amazing. Oh, that's awesome. I know um, for myself, after becoming a mom, my training schedule changed. Um, I was more of the mindset, less is more. <laughs> How yes. has your training and nutritional habits changed since uh, becoming a mom? Yeah, 1000% on the less is more, mm -hmm. mostly because I don't have more, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I used to be able to, you know, do, you know, like if I wanted to separate my workouts and do two a days and do things like that right now, I'm like, okay, I'm like, realistically, I have three to four days a week and maybe an hour or less where yeah. I can train. So I need to figure out a way to make that work. So that's what mm -hmm. I did. And so for me, like, um, core strength was a big priority post baby. So, um, I kind of made my workouts kind of revolve around, like they're more of like full body, um, combined conditioning, combined strength, yeah. can drive, combined everything in an hour or less. And that's really like, just now I'm starting, um, to be able to have like a little bit more time. Um, mm -hmm. thank you daycare. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of how I looked at things and nutritionally, it was more of just like, you know, I breastfed. So in the beginning, it was just about, you know, what he needed still. Right. Yeah. So, you know, making sure I was getting enough calcium, you know, like having dairy things I never had before, you know, like I was mm -hmm. dairy free, everything right now. I'm like, Oh, you know what? I should probably keep this ice cream because I need this dairy. Um, so, and you're but, so hungry breastfeeding. I was oh, starving all the time. It is like a, like a, like a primal hunger. Like I developed <laughs> this term when I was breastfeeding called ugly eating, because that's all I did. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm it's so, so true. hungry. I'm like, I just, ugly eat like I hope no one's watching I don't even care if they are because I'm just gonna ugly eat just shove this food as fast as I can into yeah. my mouth because I'm so hungry and I also have no time yeah. but it's like ugly eating on uh, like in full effect and so yeah so for the first yeah like six months it was all just about making sure I had what he needed mm -hmm. and then once I started weaning and then again it was kind of like you know again fast quick easy food because the same thing like time was an yeah. issue yeah. I think you just become more time efficient though. When you are a mom, you're like, what did I do with all my time before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I like literally block my day. And before I was just like chilling, you know, right. <laughs> Doing things whenever I wanted to do. Like, what? Exactly. I thought you're I had like, no time then. <laughs> I know you're like, Oh, it's so busy. 
me meanwhile it takes you like an hour to get your warm-up done you know exactly. then we're working out and you're like oh what am I doing I should take some selfies now like <laughs> yeah totally just waste of life waste of life <laughs> totally totally so Kelly any any fun and exciting things that you're a part of right now that you want to share with everyone yeah so I have my new fitness app which is going to be launching very soon in May. Um, and it's basically, yeah, revolving around everything that we've said. Um, I think, you know, fitness is hard, right? Like Mm. for, especially for people who don't come from like sports backgrounds or that's what they did, or that's what they enjoy doing. Like, it's truly what I enjoy doing. So I'm always going to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but when I look around, yeah, like the fitness world, like fitness people follow fitness people. If you're into mm-hmm. fitness, you're going to be into fitness people. Mm-hmm. But like, I look at people I know in real life, right? Like, you know, my brother, my sister, my friends, they have, you know, real lives. They have kids, they have jobs. Like they're not going to be meal prepping all day on Sunday. They're not going to be doing two a days. You know, I have friends who are like, oh, I'm going to do this 12 week get shredded plan. And I'm like, don't and I'm like it's good you're gonna do it for two weeks they're gonna hate everything about it they're gonna have you eating horrible food yeah you're (laughs) not gonna be able to like keep up with the cardio and and what I like you have too much going on in your life so like my intent was to create something that people could do for a long period of time like using like my fitness philosophies right Mm -hmm. like there's not like a special diet there's not a special you know like oh you're doing this workout or you know what I mean it's just meant for real people with real lives that want to be consistent at something. Um, and so I'm really excited about that because it, that. it's, yeah, it's not like, um, you know, counting macros or anything like, you know, it's just yeah. meant to be something you can consistently do. Cause that's where, as we all know, the gold is right. Yeah. Like once you can style. find those, yeah, those workouts where like you're consistently able to do it, you know, maybe it's only three times this week, maybe it's two times, maybe it's, you know, but you're doing it for a year, you're doing it for two mm. years. And that's where the change will start to happen. So that's, you know, all it's all basically my fitness philosophies, like my, I'm a big fan of juicing. Um, I don't know if you're a juicer, but I'm big. On, mm-hmm. Yes, I'm huge on enzymes. I don't think people fully appreciate how valuable they are um, and how absent they are in our diets, but I'm a huge believer in enzymes. Um, you know, basically all like some of the stuff gets overwhelming because like, I think sometimes too, there's a piece of it where people just look at working out as I'm going to do this to look a certain way, or I want to mm-hmm. get, you know, where people don't understand that like the real big overall picture of being active has to do with slowing the aging process and increasing the, you know, amount of life that you're going to have in your life. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you might, sure, you might not never have that six pack and you might not, but like, if you are still working out and you're being active and you're doing those things, you are going to dramatically change how you age. Um, and that gets lost, I think too, in a lot of the fitness world. So a lot of, yeah, just like my fitness philosophies all kind of bundled up in my app. So I'm very stoked about that. I love it. And I mean, with, um, I have strong girls and, you know, I've been coaching women since 2012 and that's been our, our, our philosophy as well. It's just, I ask my clients, you know, some of, some of the people that come into our world are like, I'm doing keto and like, that's fine if you like it, but are you going to be able to 
keep that up for the rest of your life, right? That's that's yeah. the question, right? Um, so I love that you're, you know, offering that lifestyle approach to to normal people that you know you you want to you want to reduce the aging process. You want to you want to feel good when you're 60, 70, 80 years old, right? Right. No, yeah, really and I don't awesome. think they, yeah, I don't think they realize how simple it is. Like that, you know, yeah. that it's it actually does have a very profound effect. Even just like thirty minutes a day, mm-hmm. four days a week, can reduce like how you age, like up to like eighty percent. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it have to be hours a day, guys. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Well, Kelly, I ask all my guests at the end, what does the word strong mean to you? I think, yeah, and kind of to touch on what we talked about earlier, to me, it's like, yeah, giving yourself the opportunity to fail hard and not have that stop you, right? Like, even if it is repeatedly, like, and it hurts, like, it hurts to fail, like, it's hard. And everyone will probably be like, oh, whatever it is, right? If it's a business, if it's a, you know, a relationship, if it's working out, right? Like whatever it is, you know, you'll have those people like, oh, maybe you should give that up or maybe you should try something else or maybe, right? But like not taking no for an answer. And if it's something you really want and you can't, you know, it makes you happy and it's something you want to keep working for, like to continue putting in that work um, and giving yourself, you know, like having that strength to do it day after day, no matter how hard it is. To me, that's, that's what strong is. Um, yeah. Like it's, it's not easy. It's, you know, I think a lot of people think it's easy sometimes. Like, strength is, is never easy. It's actually like super hard and, um, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't keep trying and keep putting up the, you know, putting in the work and keep showing up. I love that. Don't take no for an answer. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck, right? They, they get turned down that first time and then they stop trying. So you're you're a perfect example of like, keep going, keep doing what you want to do. And, and learn from your mistakes and keep growing. I love that so much, Callie. And I I just want to thank you again for taking the time. I know how busy you are sitting down with me. <laughs> you truly are one of a kind. So keep inspiring and being you, girl. And guys, keep your eyes open for Callie's issue that's going to be hitting shelves May 6th, just in time for yeah. Mother's Day. So that's awesome. Um, I'm hoping, I'm super excited to see you on shelves and to continue following you and all your epic throws. <laughs> so thanks again for being here today, Callie. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you, Jennifer. I really appreciate it. And I really appreciate the opportunity to be one of your cover athletes. I'm super flattered by it. And I definitely do not take it for granted. I know there's a ton of strong, amazing women out there that you could have chosen. Um, So I'm very honored to be the May-June cover athlete. So thank you so much for the opportunity. Oh, you're welcome. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. 
And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend, or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay. Take care and stay strong.